All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode eight of the Good Evening Football Podcast. Um, I know this episode's going to ruffle some feathers uh, <laughs> immediately. Um, on the agenda today, we are each going to discuss uh, two surprise cuts that could occur, uh, two players that could surprisingly be cut. Um, we're going to continue on with our quarterback ranking list. Uh, we are at uh, the top 10, which will ruffle feathers. Um, and then we will be doing floors and ceilings for AFC teams. Jonah will be doing the East and North. Hunter will be doing the South, and I will be doing the West. Uh, and then we will grade NFC tight ends. I have the North. Hunter has the West and South, and Jonah has the East. All right. So let's get started with topic number one with our two surprise cuts. Let's start. All right, with wait, Je- let me say something real quick. Yeah. Okay, so everyone's heard the news. Y'all two texted me last night, and pretty sure everyone knows by now. And I just got to say this. To all the Colts fans out there, I know exactly what you're going through. I mean, all three of us know what it's like to not have a quarterback, right, or on your team that you're rooting for. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It sucks. It's been an honor to watch Andrew Luck play, and the more I thought about it, I was excited last night because, I mean, this basically opens it up for us. But it's really sad to think that one of the greatest talents of this generation isn't playing anymore because of injuries. Yeah. I mean, he, he was robbed of a Hall of Fame of career. As to, I mean, if I ruffled any feathers by what I posted last night, I apologize. I was in the mood, just happy that we probably are going to win the South now, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Just had to say that, but – I appreciate Andrew, everything Andrew Luck did for the division and uh, wishing nothing but the best. <coughs> Jaguars. Um, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. We're, we're gonna start. We're gonna start with. Um, we're gonna start with Jonah on topic number one. Okay. So uh, the first player who I think is gonna be a surprise cut is from my own team. Uh, I think it's gonna be Kiko Alonso. Wow. So pretty surprising for those who don't follow Dolphins news. But if you do, we got a new uh, undrafted guy who played in the CFL who's looked amazing in preseason. We got Jerome Baker. We got um, a fourth, fifth round draft pick. Um, we got Raekwon McMillan. Oh, yeah. Y'all have a Van Ginkle. Yeah, Van Ginkle. So we have a ton of guys. Van Ginkle is basically Kiko Alonso. Yeah. Um, we have a bunch of guys that we don't really need Kiko Alonso on our team anymore. He's too much cap and he's kind of not really fitting in with the youth movement that we currently have mm-hmm. going. So I wouldn't be surprised if Flores just cuts him to start off the season. Yeah. Um, Hunter, what was that trade we were talking about with Kiko Alonso? What do you mean uh, for, with him for, uh, McCoy? Yeah, that one. Yeah, that was that was that was really what I know Kiko Alonso for, and also the mm-hmm. hit on Joe Flacco. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Kiko doesn't really like have a spot on that team anymore. Yeah, not really. He, and he's just he's too much money, too much to handle. Uh, he's like not really the best locker room guy either. Uh, he can't cover either. Like he's not a great guy in coverage. Which no, is kind he, of he's terrible at coverage. Yeah, yeah. for a linebacker, you kind of need that. He was good. At, he was good at Oregon, but he just hasn't really been very good in the NFL. No, he lets up a touchdown every other week. Yeah, 
Um, and the second guy that I think is going to be a surprising cut is either Corey Clement or Wendell Smallwood from the Eagles. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that does make sense. We I don't really know which one is going to be cut, but I'm assuming they stick around with uh, Jordan Howard and um, Josh Adams. Mm-hmm. So I don't think they go with five or six like and good, they have tight, Sproles. good running backs and Darren Sproles. Yeah, exactly. And they just brought him. They just re-signed him this year. Or they signed him this year. Yeah. So I don't see them getting rid of him this quick. So I have to see Corey Clement. I think Corey Clement and Wendell Small will both be cut. But yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, Corey Clement's a good running back. I mean, he's not like bad. He's not like incredible, mm-hmm. but he's like he's. He can he can get you some yards every once in a while. Wendell Smallwood is just fast. That's it. Yeah. Uh, Wendell Smallwood's not that good. He's not really a good running back. He's just kind of like there. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, I could definitely see both of those guys being cut. I mean, Jay Ajayi's gone, uh, so Jordan Howard's going to be leading the charge, and then you got Josh Adams and Darren Sproles. So I mean, Miles Sanders too. Yeah, you also have Miles Sanders. So I mean, you got really like a four-headed monster there if you do mm-hmm. cut. Corey Clement and uh, Wendell Smallwood. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't really think it'll hurt them to cut those guys. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, we're going to move on to Hunter. Okay. So, this first one's probably going to shock everyone. But the more I researched it, the more I realized that it's more likely to happen than not. I got the Washington Redskins cutting Josh Norman. Oh. I know it sounds ridiculous, but let's look. He has not been the same player since he left Carolina. He's just not. He hasn't been good in Washington. He was the 49th best cornerback rated by Pro Football Focus. I don't really like Pro Football Focus because, I mean, they kind of their stats are kind of weird. But it makes sense. I wouldn't be surprised if they cut him. For, for you to be that much of a distraction, you kind of need to put up good numbers. And he really hasn't. Like, he's had one good year in Washington, and then the other years have just been terrible. So I wouldn't be surprised to see them move on for him. Obviously, they're getting younger. They just got a new quarterback. It wouldn't surprise me at all if he ends up getting released. Yeah, um, I I love how you. I actually love how you talk about Pro Football Focus. How you don't like it? I mm. just recently looked at it. Deshaun Watson is terrible, according to them. But I don't know. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I'm not saying Deshaun Watson's not good. He's good, but that's not the point. Um, who are we talking about again? Josh, Josh Norman. Norman. Okay, we're talking about Josh Norman. Okay, so. Yeah, Josh Norman was so good in Carolina. Actually, I don't know if so good is the right thing. He was good in Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, he he had a, he picked a few fights, uh, most notably with Odell Beckham Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, he just hasn't been good in Washington. Uh, he's kind of playing like, like the position he was drafted, uh, mm-hmm. which was the fifth round. Uh, and he's playing like a Coastal Carolina cornerback right now. And he has a massive contract. He was at one time the highest-paid corner in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't really understand it. He's getting up there in age, too. Uh, I, I, don't really, I don't really see Josh Norman sticking around. I like Josh Norman uh, because mm-hmm. I'm from the Carolina area. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't really, like, see him having a spot on that team anyway. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, they have some good young corners. They do. It's not like they're they and they just added Landon Collins in the secondary. So they have yeah. and do they have Hawk? No, Hawk and Dix left. But still, yeah. they have a lot of pieces. Yeah, yeah, they're they're a good team. Mm-hmm. Okay, defensively. So now I'm going to move on. This is probably going to upset Jonah. 
I have the Dolphins cutting Kenny Stills. Oh, now, okay. Oh, okay. okay, this sounds – and oh, i got to be careful how I word this. If you're going to be that much of a distraction, and I think both of you know what I'm alluding to with certain issues that I'm not going to bring up because it's not the time or place for that, you've yeah. got to produce on the field. And Kenny Stills really hasn't produced like a number one receiver. He's getting older now. I just don't see him sticking around, especially with the uh, turmoil with the head coach. I just don't think that it'll last. He may end up getting traded, but I think it's more likely that they'll just end up cutting him because you're not going to get a lot of value for him at this age. I just think they'll end up cutting him. Uh, so from my experience with all of the Dolphins media and everything, I've, mm-hmm. there has been a lot of rumors about Kenny Stills moving on from the team. What mm-hmm. I've seen is that if we do move him, it will be through a trade and we'll probably get a fourth or okay. like a third or something in return. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but I don't really see us moving from him. He is our he's a underrated receiver. I talked about this a couple episodes ago with his run blocking ability. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is he helps community service so much. And he won. He was our uh I uh, forgot the award they give out, but for NFL honors, we always give him the award for community service and everything. Mm-hmm. And also Brian Flores, he talks in a press conference recently. I'm sure you guys know about the Jay-Z thing that occurred during practice. Yeah. Yes. Well, Brian Flores talked about how it, it didn't mean to be portrayed as that, that he agrees with everything Kenny Stills has done. And like Brian Flores says from a personal level, he's on Kenny's side. So if we do, if, the thoughts are that uh, we're cutting him because of his issues. I don't really think Flores is the guy to do that, if you know what I mean. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's fair. Uh, Kenny Stills is a good receiver. Uh, I actually have seen a lot of good things out of him besides the drop pass in Seattle. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, otherwise, from what I've watched, he's been good. And keep in mind, he's had terrible quarterbacks. But, Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, no shot at Ryan Tannehill, even though he's never on the field. But, uh, I mean, Kenny Stills hasn't had a lot to work with. I think if he had a better quarterback, which he could have one in Rosen, uh, you know, I think he could I think he could step up and be good. But I don't know. Uh, we'll yeah. see. I think um, he could be better if we did release him. I think that would be better for his career. But, like, I don't think we will. Yeah. Um, moving on to mine uh, – Minor, minor, interesting as well. The first one, I don't know if it's really surprising, uh, but I do think it could happen. Uh, it's the Vikings cutting Kyle Rudolph. Um, I do think this could happen. You, I mean, you guys hear me talk trash about Kyle Rudolph a lot. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Rudolph, I don't really think he's very good anymore. He used to be so mm. good. Now he's just not really performed very well. Uh, and they now have Irv Smith Jr., uh, who I think is very underrated. I think he was actually the second best tight end in the draft last year. Uh, That's fair. Year. Uh, yeah. I think he's better than Noah Fant. I think the only guy that was better than him in my eyes was Hawkinson. Uh, mm. But I think Irv Smith should be the, the starter. And, you know, with what Kyle Rudolph is making money-wise, I, I don't really think they should keep him around. Um, I mean – I, I don't I don't dislike Kyle Rudolph. I, I just I don't think he's very good. I agree point. with you. I, I um, agree with that. The the question I'm wondering is I'm just confused. Like if I were the Vikings GM, I wouldn't have signed him to that huge contract a couple months ago. 
But now that you have, I don't, I don't know the contract details. So if you release him two months after signing a four-year deal, like that doesn't look too good. I don't think that helps the team too much. Yeah, but you also got to keep in mind Odell was traded after he got a five-year. That's extension. true. That's true. So I mean, yeah. I don't know. You never know what can happen. I mean, that's mm-hmm. also, that's also Dave Gettleman though. So I don't know. <laughs> You're um, right. And then on to my second one. I also have Josh Norman on here. Uh, I I think Josh Norman it should should be cut. I don't know if he will be cut, um, but I think he probably should in terms of the Redskins' future success. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really think he is something that's going to help them long term. He's uh, basically the corner version of Odell. That's basically what he is. Yeah, but he's, he's not the as good. corner version of Odell and doesn't have nearly the amount of talent that Odell yeah it's it's an off-brand terrible out of position Odell (laughs) okay that's that's pretty much what it is uh but yeah I do think Josh Norman should be cut in terms of the Redskins uh I like Josh Norman I don't want him to be cut but I do think it it would help the Redskins a lot uh yeah so yeah, kind of. There's not really much else to say. Hunter pretty much touched on on all the rest of it, uh, but yeah, Josh Norman, popular topic. Uh, <clears throat> moving on to the best part of this episode, arguably, top ten <laughs> quarterbacks. You know what, Hunter? We're gonna start with you. Okay, so obviously. At number 10, I'm going to put Jacoby Brissett only because I hadn't mentioned him before this. Um, it's really, really sad because Andrew Luck would have been top five for me. Um, probably would have been an MVP candidate. But, I mean, with it happening yesterday, I'm putting Jacoby at 10 just because, I mean, what are my other options? Um, I mean, you could move Carson Wentz or Cam Newton that I said last episode if you want to. I'm putting Jacoby here, though, because Andrew Luck would have had a top five spot. And I really feel sorry for Colts fans. Um, because that offense is okay with, but I mean, Andrew Luck kind of makes that team. They're not great defensively. They don't really have much aside from Andrew Luck. So that's unfortunate. So I'm not going to talk much about that. Just Jacoby Brissett at 10. Number nine. Hold on a second. Let me, forgive me for this. Um, okay. So number nine, my man, Deshaun Watson. Okay. You didn't put him top five. I didn't put him top five to be fair. Okay. I got to gather myself a little bit because I could unleash, but I'm not going to. Deshaun is going to be the best quarterback in this franchise's history. Okay, I don't care yeah. about the offensive line. He is going to be the best in this history. I think personally he might be the best quarterback in his draft class. We haven't seen much out of Mahomes. I mean, maybe, but I, well, I'll talk about Mahomes here in a little bit. But he has the potential to be. He's basically a Cam Newton, but has a little bit better arm. He's a little bit more accurate with the deep ball. So I think, for my record, I mean, I'm a, y'all know how big of a Deshaun Watson fan I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm putting him at nine to be fair because, I mean, I can't put him top five. That's not realistic. I do think for fantasy football purposes, he's probably more valuable than a lot of guys on my list because of his rushing ability. Because he's going to get you 500 rushing yards in the season and probably four or five touchdowns because they run a lot of the read option with him. Um, we haven't really seen much of that. We saw that a little bit at the end of last year. So I'm putting Deshaun at nine. Like I told y'all before, I'm predicting probably a little less than 4,000 passing yards, but I'm predicting about 32 touchdowns to about eight picks and probably around 550, 600 rushing yards and maybe two or three touchdowns. 
I think he's going to have a great year, but I'm putting it him at nine because the rest of the quarterbacks on this list have earned more pedigree than him. I've mm-hmm. got to be fair. I've got to be fair. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I just – if you would have put him top five, I would have been, like, <laughs> like helicoptering off my house. But, like, <laughs> I, I, I just – I would have been lost for words if he was top five. Yeah, he's I mean, not top five. He's number nine. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Sam Dixon will be the best in Texans history. I, I honestly agree with that. Not only because they've only been around since 2002, but, like, mm-hmm. I just – I don't think – I think it's hard to find – a really good quarterback like it really is that's the hardest it's, thing to find yeah it's the hardest thing to find a franchise quarterback um, and we finally found one which was i i can't describe y'all that was probably aside from last night that was probably one of the happiest moments of my life is seeing them trade up to the 12th spot i mean i, I lost it because i was just we had been we had brock osweiler know how that turned out that yeah. job was good for a season Broke a couple NFL records, but then after that, Mr. Pick Six, every game, it seemed like. Um, so, I mean, I think we have our new Matt Schaub and Andre Johnson connection. We've got Deshaun. We've got Hopkins. I'm excited for this year, so I'm putting him at nine. So now on to number eight. I got Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's pretty good, but he's getting up there in age. It's probably a little too low for Matt Ryan, but, I mean, they didn't make the playoffs last year. Granted, it was because of their defense. He didn't really play well in that Super Bowl in the second half. Kind of cost them a little bit. Oh, that no, game. He, played, he played terrible. He played terrible. So, um, I have Matt Ryan at eight. There's not a lot to say here. He could bounce back and end up being a top-five quarterback. He was the MVP a few years ago. But yeah, I just don't see much happening from now from Matt Ryan. Uh, he does have Julio Jones. He has a great receiving core, a great offense. The offensive line's shaky, though. They're not that great. Um You've got a few anchors on there, but it's still as a whole, it just doesn't really say wow like the Cowboys does. So yeah. I have Matt Ryan at eight. Now on to number seven. I got Phillip Rivers. Phillip Rivers for the Chargers was unbelievable this past year. The Chargers really, I mean, they could have been one of those teams that they were definitely in contention to make the Super Bowl. They were that good. They were good defensively. I think if they had had Hunter Henry, they would have had a better shot. Um, Phillip Rivers is getting older too, but I put him ahead of Matt Ryan because they made the playoffs last year. And Phillip Rivers played really well. He's got Mike Williams, who is one of my favorite receivers in the NFL, obviously because he was Deshaun's best receiver at Clemson. He's got Keenan Allen, who is probably, aside from Antonio Brown, the best route runner in football. And then I forget who their slot guy is, but it's because they lost Tyrell Williams. Travis Benjamin. They have Travis Benjamin. He was pretty good in Cleveland, so maybe he steps it up and has a big year this year. Um, so I'm putting Phillip Rivers at seven. I think the kid has like twelve kids, so maybe he'll start thinking about retirement after this year. Yeah, I've I've heard right. some very very bad jokes about Philip Rivers and his kids. Like it's not like inappropriate; it's just like really weird. I don't know. Yeah, it's, just, it's a lot of them. Um, so maybe he thinks about retirement. I know that was a factor in why Andrew Luck retired because he is the child on the way that's due in January. Um, so maybe that factors in. But I think Philip Rivers seven's a solid spot for him. Fortunately, yeah. he is a little bit better than Deshaun Watson because he has more pedigree. But no Super Bowls. He was really good with LaDainian Tomlinson, so we'll, we'll see what happens there this year for him. So now on to number six. I have Big Ben Roethlisberger. 5,000 passing yards this past year. Won the passing yards title. I mean, he's really, really good. He doesn't have Antonio Brown anymore, but I think that even helps him even more because you have a distraction gone. 
James Conner, we've seen what James Conner can do. That offensive line is unbelievable. They have Juju, who's emerging as one of the best receivers in football. They've got some pretty decent tight ends, and that defense is unbelievable on the front seven. Secondary is okay. It's kind of shaky, but that front seven is deadly. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm putting Big Ben at six. He's really talented. I He's my pick to win MVP this year just because I think that all the trash talking from Antonio Brown is going to get to him and Juju, and I think they're going to have a monster year. Um, I have the Steelers winning the AFC, not the Super Bowl, but getting the best record. Um, and going into the playoffs, I think they'll have the one seed, but that's just me. Maybe that doesn't happen. We'll see what happens there. So I have Big Ben at six. So now on to number five. I have Pat Mahomes here. This mm. sounds crazy. But Pat Mahomes, we've only seen a year. I have yeah. to see more before I can put him any higher. Because the next four quarterbacks, these guys are proven Super Bowl winners. These guys have done nothing but win their entire careers. Pat Mahomes has only been good one year. The only thing that concerns me with Pat Mahomes, our defense is going to be able to figure him out because he plays a lot like Brett Favre. Brett Favre was a gunslinger, and that's exactly what Pat Mahomes is. Are they going to be able to figure out how to stop him? And if that happens, are you going to have over 10 interceptions you know, are you going to have over 15 inter- interceptions? You really don't know. This man throws a lot of deep balls, practicing a lot of the no-look passes, which kind of concerns me. Um, I have Pat Mahomes at five because I just haven't seen enough yet to put him any higher. Uh, yeah, so now- uh, just, just okay. hold on one, one second. Just want to throw in uh, Patrick Mahomes is Matthew Stafford on steroids. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> That's kind of true. He's I not mean- terrible, but he. Okay, we're good. Um, yeah. He's not – I haven't seen enough yet to where I'm like, oh, my goodness, this guy is going to be the greatest quarterback of all time. So now on to number four. My favorite quarterback on this list, Russell Wilson. Mm. All this man has done – this man is a baller his whole career. All he's done is win games, and he's gone to two Super Bowls, won one. Made a terrible mistake in the second one, but it's okay. I have Russell Wilson at four. He's great mo- with the mobility. He's really converted himself into a pocket passer. He has some new young receivers that he can actually just sling it to. So I have Russell Wilson at four because I think he's really talented. So now yep. on to number three. I'll go to Aaron Rodgers here. Aaron Rodgers is probably the most skill-wise, probably the best quarterback of all time, skill-wise. He's got the best arm I've ever seen. With the Hail Marys, it's not even questionable. The best arm, and he's mobile. He's won a Super Bowl. He was a great story for him taking over for Brett Favre. Aaron Rodgers at three. I mean, I would put him higher, but these next two guys are just so great. I can't, you know, anything can – I can't put him anyone above them. So I have Aaron Rodgers at three. Yes, I have him ahead of Pat Mahomes, even though they missed the playoffs because he was hurt for some of the year. They shut him down for the last, what was it, five games, I think. I have Aaron Rodgers at three. Um I mean, skill-wise, like I said, he's probably the best quarterback of all time, but he's not the GOAT, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Like, skill-wise, yeah. he's really good, but he's not the GOAT. So now to number two, I got Drew Brees. Drew Brees has been probably, I mean, I don't know what else to say. This man has been, he has the most passing yards in NFL history. He's just unbelievable every year. He doesn't really have that many weapons either. Obviously, now he has Michael Thomas, but back in his heyday, he really never really had great receivers. He just could throw the ball. He throws the ball unbelievable, has 
well over 4,000 yards every season. He's eclipsed 5,000 several times. Should have made the Super Bowl this year. Hate to say, got to say it. Should have been in the Super yeah. Bowl this year. Um, I don't see him diminishing anytime soon either. I think he's here to stay for quite a while, and I think that Drew is the second best quarterback in the NFL. It's just my personal opinion. Okay, mm-hmm. so now the best quarterback in the NFL by Hunter. I've got quarterback for the Oakland Raiders, Nathan Peterman. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We've got – guys, we have had the privilege of growing up watching Thomas Brady dominate the NFL. Sadly. I hate to say it. Six Super Bowl rings. It's – Personal for y'all, just because y'all have been mm-hmm. in the same division as him. Yeah, we're just depressed. Yeah, it's kind of sad. <laughs> I can't deny it, though. This man is unbelievably great. Just, I, I mean, the list goes on and on. You've got the Super Bowl in Atlanta, 28-3 to at halftime. Comes back and wins the game, 34-28. to or 33-28. to Something like that. Yeah, it was 34. It was 34-28. to mm-hmm. All he's done his entire career is win. It was a nine-year span where he didn't go to a Super Bowl, but even still in that span, you've got six Super Bowl rings. As a six-round draft pick, it's just unbelievably great. He's never had the greatest offensive line. He's never had big-name receivers aside from the year he had Randy Moss. He's had Rob Gronkowski, but, I mean, he wasn't there for that long. Most of his career, Rob or Gronk wasn't there. So I have to put him number one because he's the greatest quarterback of all time. He's still going to go to the Super Bowl this next year. He'll probably go to the Super Bowl the year after that and every year until he retires because he keeps getting better weapons. I've got to say it. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, I mean, just imagine how happy me and Jonah will be when that guy retires. God, I'm, <laughs> that's how you felt with Andrew Luck last night. I'm going to be that <laughs> times us 10. with Tom Brady. Like, <laughs> it's it's going to be the greatest nights of uh, I'm actually throwing a party, like dead serious. I'm throwing a party. <laughs> <laughs> and that, I mean, he he won't retire for another like three years. Like, he wants to play until he's forty five, and he just turned forty two. Y'all got yeah. three more years. He just signed a two year contract extension. Yeah, too. <laughs> it just makes me upset. But all right, Jonah, let's hear your top ten. Okay, so uh, unfortunately, I couldn't do twenty one to eleven last week. But um, for number ten, I've got Carson Wentz. Okay, just made into top ten. Uh, we we he played 13 games in 2017 and 10 games last year. Uh, he's kind of got the injury prone bug past couple of years, but in those years, the Eagles have won a Super Bowl, and Carson Wentz has played great when he has played. He might have been on pace for an MVP in 2017. We still don't know. Um, but he looked great before his injuries. Hopefully, he can stay healthy this year and uh turn things around yeah definitely. Um, number nine i got uh ben roethlisberger might be Ooh. a bit low for what you guys are thinking but i've been i've been watching ben roethlisberger a lot the past few years and um he's he's amazing like he's a, one of the greatest like pocket passers in the league but mm-hmm. he does have issues with interceptions uh he's had his Interception count is about fifteen or more every year now. It's kind of it's kind of a lot compared to players like Aaron Rodgers or something. But he is a two-time Super Bowl champ. 
But again, on the con side, his supporting cast has been amazing. Jerome Bettis, mm. Troy Palomalu, Santonio Holmes, Mike Wallace, James Harrison, Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, now Juju. We don't know if Ben Roethlisberger is the one who made Antonio Brown or vice versa or whatever. But mm. I think that if Ben can make something happen with less with less weapons, I'll, I'll rank him higher. That's just my opinion. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, number eight. Uh, he's very similar to Big Ben, where he's kind of just like a pure passer quarterback getting up there in age. Yeah. Um, very similar numbers, like the yardage and everything is almost like Philip Rivers is about 500 less each season, but he does have less interceptions. So they're neck and neck for me, Philip Rivers and Big Ben. I didn't really know which eight, which one nine. They're very similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, number seven, I got Russell Wilson. Ooh. Uh, I'm, I I like Russell Wilson a lot. Don't get me wrong, but the players ahead of him, I I don't know. I just don't think you can beat them. Russell Wilson, he's he hasn't missed a start since he was drafted in 2012, which I think's amazing considering his size and his and his play style. I and his know. offensive line. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know that he hadn't missed a start since seven mm-hmm. years ago. That's just crazy. Yeah, and he was a fourth round pick. Yeah, third, third, pick. third. Yeah. Yeah, um, six-time Pro Bowler. It, he should be ranked higher, but I just couldn't rank him above the players ahead of him. Okay. Uh, for number six, this one is probably the biggest one. I have Tom Brady. Oh, oh my God, <laughs> bro. Come I, on. Okay, there there may be some bias there. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I just – I hate Tom Brady. But, like, being real and all, I don't think he's the GOAT in – like being real, I think it is between Breeze, Rogers, and Marino and Montana. Um, I just Brady doesn't have the same arm, uh, like the same arm as all those top guys. His what makes him great is his football IQ and his way to read defenses and get the ball out when he sees someone's open, like right away. That mm. he's the greatest quarterback to ever do that. But if you compare his arm with Rogers and Marino, he he's not on that same level. Well, that's what I said. Skill-wise, Rodgers is probably the best yeah. ever to, to ever do it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, rings, I, I can't put anyone above him. Yeah. You, you, you can't argue six rings. Yeah, and Hunter, we've talked about LeBron and Jordan, and mm-hmm. this is kind of my side where Jordan has more accolades than LeBron and everything. But for skill-wise, I have to put Brady um, mm-hmm. lower than those other people. No, that's fair, and especially at forty-two, I, I, I mean, I'm just assuming he's going to be great because he's never been anything less. Yeah, that's we'll true. Yeah. Uh, number five, I got the guy who lost to him a couple years ago, Matt Ryan. Um, okay. I think Matt Ryan does have better arm than Brady. Uh, he's a four-time Pro Bowler, first-team All-Pro, MVP a few seasons ago. Did have that. Bad second half in the Super Bowl, but it wasn't it wasn't all his fault. His defense played terrible, allowed what was it, thirty one points that half. Mm. And his offensive lineman it him and his offensive lineman kept allowing sacks. So you can't put all the blame on Matt Ryan. But mm. he is a great quarterback. Uh only had seven interceptions last year. No, he's good. I just 
I, I, it's kind of questionable putting him above Brady, but I mean, I, I get it. But, yeah, without yeah, bias, I, he would probably be below Brady, but I still don't think Brady's top three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Matt Ryan's good. Like he, he was almost a five thousand yard passer last year mm-hmm. too, uh, and he had thirty five touchdowns. Like that's an incredible season. Yeah, and uh, especially since they didn't make the playoffs, it kind of went under the radar. Yeah, and people always talk about well, he has Julio Jones. They, I mean, Julio Jones is always double teamed, and Matt Ryan is still getting it in his hands. Yeah, and Julio's touchdown number is always crazy low. Yeah, he didn't catch a touchdown the week eight this past year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Matt Ryan's getting all these touchdowns, but he's not really getting them to Julio. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, I don't want to hear the Julio excuse from anybody uh, outside of Falcons fans. Like, I just, I, I hate hearing that. Uh, I'm not even a Falcons fan, but I will go on a rant and say, don't throw Matt Ryan. Um, into the tra- into the trash can because he has Julio Jones. I hundred percent agree with that. Yeah. Uh, for number four, unfortunately, I have Andrew Luck. Um, okay. it's kind of sad last night to see him retire so early, but in his six seasons that he did play, he was a four-time Pro Bowler, led the league in touchdown in his third season. He had thirty-nine touchdowns last year, averaged about forty-five hundred yards for his healthy seasons. He's had a winning record as a quarterback, and he might have been one of the greats to ever play the game if he didn't retire. Well, can I just say, I think that was the most surprising news that I've ever heard, like, ever. Because I I don't think anyone saw that coming. And anyone that says they did is lying. Mm Because I just, I was shocked. I nearly passed out. (laughs) Yeah, that, I was, I was crazy. I thought, when I saw a notification, I thought it was like a troll account. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that was, was shocking. I mean, I didn't get much sleep last night because I was dancing around my living room <laughs> with a song celebration and many other ones. Um, I, I just yeah. – it's sad, but at the same time, it'd be the same thing as Brady retiring because now we have a chance because <laughs> we beat the Colts both times when Jacoby Brissett was starting a year ago. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, it's exciting for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> number three, I've got Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Three. Uh, he is arguably the goat. I think he's better than Brady uh, all time. Mm-hmm. He is a Super Bowl champ, uh, seven-time Pro Bowler, two-time first-team All-Pro, led the league in touchdowns a couple years ago. He only had two interceptions in sixteen games last year, which is so crazy. Okay, I'll I'll defend this one a little bit. He led the league in throwaways, so the two interceptions is a little deceiving. Yeah, that's true, but he still had 4,500 yards. Yeah. So mm -hmm. to still rack up that many yards with that little interceptions is something so, so amazing. And outside of Devontae Adams, he has zero weapons. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So So that that is a fair point, though, with the throwaways. But that's just playing smart, in my opinion. Like, Mm -hmm. don't just chuck one up there and hope it gets caught. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, For number Pat Mahomes. Uh, okay. He was my favorite player in the league last year outside the Dolphins. But that's not the point. He's just so fun to watch. He had 50 touchdowns last year, and it was basically his rookie season too. Like he played one game before that. Mm-hmm. And it was so crazy how he put up that stat line in his first real season. MVP, Pro Bowl, first team all pro, offensive player of the year, etc. That was just amazing to watch. Um, and number one, I have my favorite quarterback in the league, Drew Brees. Okay, that's um, 
passing was eight different times, like passing yard leader eight different times, uh, four-time touchdown leader, 12-time pro bowler. He doesn't have as many accolades as Brady, but his arm is amazing. He is, mm. for his height, it's amazing that his uh, accuracy and power and his pocket awareness is so good. I think he yeah, is. Yeah, like I said, he's never had weapons. And he's never had that many weapons either. Mm-hmm. Like, look, if Marcus Colston and Michael Thomas is really it. And Jimmy Graham. That's it. And, yeah, and Jimmy Graham. I forgot about him. But still, mm-hmm. not that many. Yeah. And he struggled early on his car- in his career with injuries and with the whole free agency and Chargers stuff. So and he turned around his career so and just dominated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that was definitely an interesting list. Um, <laughs> mine, mine is. Uh, I don't think it's quite as controversial, but it's interesting. Um, at number ten, I have the second year guy Baker Mayfield. Ooh. Um, it's 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 tough. I know. Uh, last year he had thirty seven hundred yards, twenty seven touchdowns, and fourteen picks. Fourteen picks is a little much. Um, but Baker Mayfield is really good. I don't really know what else to say. Um, Hold on, you had Deshaun at thirteen and Baker at ten when Baker's <laughs> only played like seven games. Baker didn't play a whole season. Well, how many did Baker play? Like twelve. Well. Baker well, also like threw that. 27 touchdowns and 3,700 yards in those games. That's true. I, I, I That's a fair point. But, and mm. he didn't have Odell at that time. Okay. Uh, I'll give you that one. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> I, I just I hope we're on the same page. Okay. Um, <laughs> Just going to move on to number nine now. Um, <laughs> I have Carson Wentz here. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, he didn't play yeah. too many games last year. He only played 10. Um. He had 3,074 yards, uh, 21 touchdowns, and seven picks. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, a, a touchdown-interception ratio of three um, in that amount of games is good. Um, yeah. And, I mean, every like like Jonah said, every time he's on the field, he's really good. Uh, he hasn't been, like, bad on the field. Like, there hasn't been, like, a <laughs> bad year. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, he's he's been injured, but it's kind of like Andrew Luck. He didn't come in with the expectations like Andrew Luck, um, but he's had the injury bug, and he hasn't been bad on the field. So, talent-wise, we can't really use injuries as this makes him a worse quarterback. He's a good quarterback. Um, mm-hmm. Moving on to number eight, uh, I have Matt Ryan here. Uh <laughs> Like I talked about earlier, 4,900 yards, 35 touchdowns, seven picks. I mean, this guy has been really good his entire career. Um, his first career pass was a touchdown pass. Um, I mean, they don't call him Matty Ice for no reason. Uh, yep. He's just – he's really good. Uh, he has – yes, he has Julio Jones, but – if people start talking about how he's only good because of Julio Jones, I will drop kick myself. Uh, he hasn't had Julio his entire career. Yeah, he didn't have but, Julio for three seasons. He has. Was he around when Tony Gonzalez was there? Yeah, he I had think Tony he, Gonzalez for a little yeah. bit. And Roddy White a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Roddy White's not a great receiver. Uh, 
Roddy White's good, mm-hmm. but he well, he's not great, uh, like Julio. But mm-hmm. um, but he he did also have the best tight end in NFL history. So I don't yeah I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, he he didn't really have a running back at the beginning of his career. Um, I don't believe. No, it was just like Michael Turner. Yeah, like Michael nothing. Turner was all right. Yeah, there was nothing great. spectacular. Yeah. Um, now he has Devontae Freeman, who's really good. Uh, that's a, a weapon. Uh, and his tight end is Austin Hooper, who I talked about last episode, is pretty good. Underrated. Yeah, he's really good. Um, mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, I think Matt Ryan is a good quarterback. He hasn't really, other than the second half of the Super Bowl, he hasn't been, like, bad. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the Carson Wentz situation, uh, but not really. Um and then moving on to number seven, I have Andrew Luck. Uh, um, I, I feel oh. really bad for Andrew Luck and how his career played out. Um, you know, he had the injury bug. He retired at 29. Uh, you know, he's he's really the nicest player in NFL history. Yeah, in for my sure. Opinion. There's no way around nice it. Nice hit, big man. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to say it's probably like him and Ben Watson. Like those yeah. are like the two nicest guys in the league. Um Andrew Luck was incredible last season, 4500 yards, 39 touchdowns. Um and 15 picks is a little much. Um but keep in mind he has to throw the ball a lot. Marlon Mack is a good back, but you don't rely on him uh, every play. Um mm-hmm. Andrew Luck had to throw the ball a lot. Um, but yeah, I think if Andrew Luck was still playing, I think the Colts are Super Bowl contenders. Yeah. Um, but you know, they could be front runners for like two attack of a low next year. Who knows? Um, mm-hmm. but we'll have to see. Um, maybe Jacoby's the next guy. Don't know. Yeah. I doubt it, but that it's always possible. He didn't play terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think he will be, he wasn't that good in new England, but, um, he he's not old. I mean, he could do something. I don't know. They've got Jacoby Brissett and Chad Kelly backing him up. So oh, Chad Kelly has as maybe. many off the field issues as you could think. Like it's like, <laughs> yeah. I, Chad Kelly is really not a smart person. Um, <laughs> Chad Kelly is just I don't know. He got kicked out of Clemson, um, starting mm-hmm. his college career. And then he had something going on last year. It's just Chad yeah. Kelly. Just I don't know. Um, but moving on to number six, I have Philip Rivers. Um, I think this is really just the the spot he belongs in. Um, mm-hmm. Not quite top five, but still very good. Um, last season, forty three hundred yards, thirty two touchdowns, twelve picks. Uh, that's a really good season. He does have a lot of weapons. I understand that. Um, but he didn't have Hunter Henry. Um, now he doesn't have Tyrell Williams. Um, or Melvin Gordon, maybe. Yeah, Melvin Gordon. Uh, Hunter might be going to the uh, Texans. You never know. But Should have been a Texan to start his career. <laughs> yeah. Chargers took him one spot in front of us, and we got Kevin Johnson. Kevin Johnson. <laughs> so, okay. um, it's... Mm. Enough of enough of the Kevin Johnson uh of banter that we have had. Uh but 
Uh, Philip Rivers is a good player. He just hasn't won the Super Bowl, and people kind of egg him, egg him on for that. But, um, yeah. you know, in the 2004 draft, it was Eli Manning and Ben Roethlisberger, and Philip Rivers was the guy that was just a trade piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's turned out to be really, really good. Uh, so, you know, Eli Manning, uh, whatever, dude. Um, <laughs> but moving on to number five, this one might be a little – odd but i have aaron Rodgers at number five wow um you know i know the two interceptions is crazy uh like hunter said he did lead the league in throwaways um he had 20 he only had 25 touchdowns that's not really that much for aaron Rodgers. Yeah. uh 4400 yards i mean that's that's good that's that's a good season um but you know he he's a really talented player. He's one of the most talented quarterbacks I've ever seen. Um, I just I don't think he's better than the guys ahead of him. I don't think he's going to be uh, good with Matt Lafleur. Um, no, that's a disaster waiting to happen. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, their chemistry is not good at all. Um, just him and Mike McCarthy were incredible, and then he just like kicked Mike McCarthy out basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Just, I don't I don't know with Aaron Rodgers. Um number four. Oh man. I have Drew Brees at number four. What? Um I just he, he's getting up there in age, man. It's not it's not based on his career. I'm saying right now. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's up there in age. He he lost a little bit of arm strength. Um You saw that in the, the championship game. I will give you that. Yeah, he that is you can see it in games. He's 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 losing a step a little bit. Um mm-hmm. he fair. only had thirty nine hundred yards last year. Uh I mean, I can't really say much about that because he was eight yards away from being a four thousand yard passer. Um but thirty two touchdowns, five picks, that's really good. But I mean, he's forty. I don't know if he's Tom Brady. I got, we got to see if he can do it at 40. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to say we got to see more because we really don't, but uh, I I kind of need to see another season from Drew Brees and see if he can do it at, at such a high age. But um, he's one of the greatest quarterbacks I've ever seen. He's the most accurate passer I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. There's yeah. no way. Uh, there's no way around that. Like, he's the most accurate passer in NFL history. Um, but – Moving on to number three, I have Russell Wilson here. Um, okay, good. He only had 3,400 yards last year, but he also had almost 400 yards rushing, which isn't mm-hmm. too much. But, uh, you know, Russell Wilson also didn't have uh, too many weapons last year. He doesn't have an offensive line. Uh, mm-hmm. Chris Carson had a breakout year. Chris Carson is not a pass catcher. Um, mm-hmm. Russell Wilson had 35 touchdowns and seven picks. Uh, yeah, that's a lot when you look at the passing yards. Yeah, that's a like, lot. I don't. I mean, it, it, they are. Seattle's a very good red zone team. Um, mm. I'm. Oh, I just thought about the Super Bowl when I said <laughs> that. Oh my gosh. Okay. The irony. <laughs> don't quote me on that, uh, anybody. But um, I'm gonna say okay. Yeah. You know what? I can't really go around it. The Seahawks are a really good red zone team. Uh. Shout out to Pete Carroll, but, um, you know, I think Russell Wilson is, uh, I don't want to say the most talented in the NFL, uh, 
but his skill set needs the most for his skill set. Yeah, perfect he, he's combination of mobility and ta- arm talent. Yeah, yeah, dual yeah. threat. Yeah, uh, but you know he's a good player, and he doesn't he hasn't really had a pass catcher at running back ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had Marshawn Lynch, and now he has Chris Carson. Like, yeah. he's not he doesn't have a a guy in the backfield that can do both. Um, mm-hmm. but moving on to number two. I have Tom Brady, um, okay. 4,300 yards, 20 so touchdowns, 11 picks. It sounds crazy. That's a down mm. year for Tom Brady. It is. It, it really is. is. I mean – Gronk he, didn't play, though. But he actually Edelman had, like, play. a decent amount of weapons last year. He had, mm. of course, Edelman, Gronk, and now he has two really solid running backs, um, James White and Sony Michelle. Um, and then – now you have Nikhil Harry, um, Josh Gordon too. Josh Gordon. Josh yeah. Gordon just came back. Just yeah. like stay off the weed, but like Demarius Thomas too. Yeah, me and Hunter have had some interesting run-ins with Demarius Thomas. <laughs> um, it's just I don't I don't know. Uh, we'll have to see. Uh, his offensive line mm-hmm. is actually pretty good. Um, it's not incredible. He doesn't really have incredible tackles, but. Um, they lost Trent Brown, so uh, they'll find someone. They always do. They yeah, something I mean, with yeah. They had uh, always. They had Logan Mankins uh, back in the they day. Him. Who did they trade him for? Some tight end that I've never heard of before. That's not even with the team anymore. Yeah, I don't know. I don't Logan Mankins was good. Um, he was really good. And then now they have Shaq Mason, David Andrews, Joe Tooney, like. They have one of the best interior offensive lines in the NFL, if not the best. Uh, and they have Isaiah Wynn. Don't forget about him. He was a first-round pick. This yeah, will be his they, first yeah. Year. I tried to play That's him at true. guard a little bit, and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I hope that they play him at tackle. Um, but yeah, we'll have to see. We'll have to see what Tom Brady can do at his age, what, 42 season or 43? Yep. I don't know. It'll can't, be 42. It will be 42. Can't can't keep up with it this Time, but uh, number one, I have Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Uh, five thousand yards, fifty touchdowns. Like, like, come on. <laughs> and like, like you know, you had Alex Smith there uh, before him, and Alex Smith was good there, um, and he didn't put up numbers remotely like this. No. Uh, Patrick Mahomes lost Kareem Hunt, and still put on a show. Did better without him, if you think about it. He really did better without him. Because then it became totally passing. There was no running. I think him and uh, Damian Williams are actually kind of a match made in heaven. I think that Damian Williams is actually a good fit for Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Mm -hmm. But, you know, he's got Travis Kelsey. He's got Tyreek Hill somehow. (laughs) Um He's now he has Miko Hardman. Hunter, you love Miko Hardman. I love Miko Hardman. Um, Miko. His offensive line has one good player, um, but Patrick Mahomes is incredible. Um, not to mention he's a glitch on Madden. Uh, Definitely. But I mean, he like no, he can't be stopped. But um, you know, I think Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL, and uh, I'm just gonna leave it there. Um, okay. Now that we're off of that, uh, we're going to move on to the floors and ceilings of AFC squads. Uh, Jonah, you have the East and the North. 
Let's hear those two. Yeah. Okay, so I'll start with the AFC East. Uh, I'll start with my fins. I have the floor being a bit higher than people probably suspect. I have it at six and ten. Ooh, Ooh man. Uh, man. I, I can explain the who I have the wins coming up against, so then maybe you guys can uh like qualify it. Uh I have oh Reds yeah, us beating the Redskins, the Bills at home, the Jets at home, the Colts. Oh, man. <laughs> The Giants and Bengals. Oh, I thought you were gonna have them beating us twice. I was about to say. Nah, <laughs> I mean that <laughs> did happen last year. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the floor. So I think all those teams are very easy to beat now, especially with the Colts, like with losing Andrew Luck. It would have been probably five and eleven without the Colts. For the ceiling, I have us going nine and seven. That's if okay. everything plays out yeah. like perfectly. Yeah, that's fair. That's definitely fair. I don't maybe maybe wild card for best like possible like dream scenario, <clears throat> but it's it's not gonna happen probably. Yeah, I thought I honestly thought you were gonna pull a hunter and throw out a thirteen and three or something. <laughs> uh, <but> no. <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> hunter, I think that's probably your ceiling for the Texans, right? We'll we'll we'll, we'll cross I, that bridge. I'm guessing. <laughs> I'll just restart with the Pats. Uh, for the Pats, I have the floor being 10 and 6. Okay. Uh, with losses coming against the Finns at home, which they usually do. The Browns, the Ravens, Cowboys, Texans, and Chiefs. I think all those are pretty possible, especially with it being the floor. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, for this, I have 13 and 3. Yeah, mm-hmm. that thirteen and three is pretty possible. Sadly, you never know what Brady can do. <laughs> yeah. Um, for the Jets, I have the floor being five and eleven. Yo, you're joking. That, like, I don't. I'm not sold on the Jets. Like, I don't. I don't see Le'Veon being good with that system. I don't. Ugh. I've been these for a few years. I just don't see it. But that's the floor. So that's if I'm right and the system doesn't really work. All right, let's hear that ceiling of yours. Um, the ceiling, ceiling is nine and seven. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> this is blasphemy. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I'm not. I'm losing it's a it. tough schedule. Yeah, we do have a tough schedule. Yeah, it's, uh, especially when you have to play the Pats twice, and I know the Jets never beat the Pats. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, we all. Play, I mean, we play the Bills twice. We should beat them twice. Yeah, Bills twice them. are easy. He'll probably probably beat the Dolphins twice, but I don't. Who knows? <laughs> okay, I kind of want to hear your floor and ceiling for the Jets separately too. Okay. Yeah. You know what? How about I do it? All right. Let's do it. Um. Floor, seven and nine. Okay. Honestly. Okay, floor seven and nine. Okay. Ceiling, okay. You know what? Call me stupid. It's 12 and four. Um, oh, my God. Uh, we're going 12 <laughs> oh, my God. Le'Veon Bell is going to run <laughs> 2,000 yards and 20 touchdowns. Oh, my God. All right, you heard it from me. 
Oh. I thought you were going to go like, ele- like yeah. 10 and 6 oh. is your floor. No, man. 12 and 4, Sam Darnold for MVP. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, the, the, the bias is gone. The disclaimer, <laughs> the disclaimer is no longer episodes, a thing. The disclaimer is like just totally in the recycling bin. Like, <laughs> I want to hear your, I want to hear the Dolphins floor and ceiling for you. Ooh, all right, let's do this. Okay. <laughs> The Dolphins, all right. The floor, oh, man. Call me, okay. The floor is 2-14. and 14. Oh, no. Hunter, <laughs> is this outrageous? Okay. No, because Rosen has looked really, really good in the preseason. Thank you. So, I, I'll say that. You know it, they're going 4-0 to start the year because they're starting Fitzpatrick. <laughs> so, that gets them at least four wins. And then we'll see what happens from there. And then, okay, ceiling. I... Yeah, ceiling. ceiling one. Ceiling. Okay, so the ceiling. Um, the ceiling is six and ten. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm I'm done. Continue. Uh, <laughs> we can mutually agree on this one since we hate yeah. them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I have their floor being five and eleven, same yeah. as the Jets. Okay. I just okay. just honest. I don't. But their defense, their defense is what makes them not one fifteen. Yeah, At honestly. The, like, their offense is bad, though. <laughs> their running game is non-existent. <laughs> no, and they have no receivers. It, Cole oh, Beasley. No, that's... <laughs> Cole Beasley, yeah. <laughs> Beasley, uh, Beasley, I guess. <laughs> Jason Kroom uh, at tight end. <laughs> yeah, no, their team is terrible. Or their offense. <laughs> okay. Uh, for ceiling, I have seven and nine. I don't have them having a winning season if best They're comes to best. To. Yeah. They're not going to. Yeah. Um uh, yeah, I don't really see it. I don't everyone's so high on them this year. I don't The no. Jets are winning the division. <laughs> Twelve and four. No. I don't think seven and nine is reasonable for the Jets. Alright, yeah, we'll just leave it at that. Uh Steelers, I have their ten and six. I'd, I'll kind of want to. Okay, it's better than last year, right? I think last year they were nine and seven, if I'm not wrong. They were. Okay, yeah. So no, I think nine, it was six, bit... and one. Oh, yeah, nine, six, and one. You're right. So I think it's a bit better than that. I think last year was kind of an off year for that team. Mm. Um, they had they had to deal with the whole Le'Veon issue. Uh, but this year they, who's used to the system, who looked good last year. Juju, like you guys said earlier, one of the up and coming receivers. Um, I'm not sold on the team, as I talked a bit before. I don't think Juju can handle that, but mm-hmm. um, they do have a pretty easy schedule. I have them being the 49ers, Bengals, Ravens, Dolphins, Colts, Browns, Bengals, Cardinals, Bills, and Jets. Ah, which most of those are pretty easy. Ah. Don't, don't worry, I have them being the Dolphins too. So, yeah, I, I yeah. <laughs> and their ceiling, I have only one win higher than their floor because I don't, I don't really see anything better than eleven and five. Okay, that's fair. Um, but I don't really see anything lower than ten and six. So <sighs> that's that's what my reasoning is. Yeah, I had their floor at uh, six and ten, so I'm gonna stop talking. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> okay, <laughs> moving along. It could happen. But I don't, I don't yeah. see Ben Roethlisberger having a six and ten team. Yeah. All right. Let's let's, uh, let's move on. 
Floor being ten and six. Uh, and the ceiling being twelve and four. It's kind of a tough team to judge right now since it's like completely different, and they've got Baker Mayfield in the second year. Um, so we kind of have really no idea what to expect. Um, have their floor being two and fourteen. I think they're getting to a. Uh, I don't. Andy Dalton isn't isn't good. Green injured. Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon's good, but he's like their only bright spot. Always getting like peed on. <laughs> I just, I just, oh man. Oh, have we talked about Lamar Jackson yet this episode? No. Okay. No, not yet. But I'm about to. Yeah, let's get to the Ravens. <laughs> uh, for Bengals, I have their ceiling being five and eleven. That's that's, that's fair. Bad. Yeah, totally. Okay. Uh, Ravens, I have their floor being seven and nine. Oh man. Okay. I, okay. I was close to putting them lower, but their schedule is so easy. It is. It, it's an easy. Yeah. Let me guess. Them. They're beating the Jets, the Jets, and the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> Jets, Bills, and Fins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all of them. <laughs> yeah. They get to play the whole AFC East. Um, but yeah, seven and nine. I don't think Lamar Jackson's gonna throw for many yards. I don't think he's good, as I've said before. Um, their ceiling is 11-5, and five, carried by everyone except for Lamar Jackson. Yes. Okay. Um, Trace McSorley. And, yeah, Trace McSorley. Hopefully, I will see him come in sometime during the season. I think he's basically Lamar Jackson, but I like Trace McSorley better as a person. <laughs> I'm a quarterback. I'm only a quarterback. Uh <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it for me. The only time I caught a pass was uh, under center. <laughs> that's literally what he said. Like, okay, yeah. Um, Hunter, let's hear it from the south. Okay, screw it. I'm just gonna go for it. I'm gonna go with the Texans first. I have the Texans floor being eight. I have the Texans floor being eight and eight. Okay. Now look. Oh wow. This, I'm shocked. Okay. Yeah. This is a hard schedule. This is a really hard schedule. I think even at eight and eight or nine and seven, we can still win the division because the division is just in shambles now. I mean, Andrew yeah. Luck retiring, it just rocked it. So eight and eight's fair. I, I I'm not going to touch on that because we're not going eight and eight. So now my ceiling, I have sixteen. No, I'm playing. I got <laughs> thirteen. I've told y'all this before. They're going thirteen. Let's three. go. Okay. 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 <laughs> They're beating the Patriots. Third time's the charm with Deshaun. We're beating the Patriots. I don't want to hear anything else. I don't really know where the losses are going to come from, but this team is a lot better than it was last year, and last year we went 11-5. and five. I don't want to think about the offensive line right now. Matt Khalil's going to get cut this week. It's been confirmed. He's not making the final roster. Um, Titus Howard has looked terrible, yeah. and that is an understatement. He's been bad with holding calls. Matt Sharping hasn't looked much better. Max has still been – but I didn't think he was going to be good his first year anyway. He would have been good his second year, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Roderick Johnson is a guy that played for the Cleveland Browns practice squad for a year before being picked up by the Texans last year midseason. He, for whatever reason, decided he wanted to be the le- best left tackle on this team. <laughs> he is the only good offensive lineman we have at the moment because Zach Fulton we also lost last night for the season. So we're uh. – in trouble. Nick Martin's going to be back for week one, but he's not going to have any practice. I don't want to think about the offensive line. 
I'm calling it sometime before I talk to y'all again on this podcast. Melvin Gordon or Zeke Elliott will be a Houston Texan. JD's getting traded for one of those two guys. Don't know which one it is. We'll have to find out when that happens. I think JD in a first-round pick, maybe two first-round picks would be enough to get one of those guys, and I think it'd be worth it because we need a running game at this point. Duke Johnson's not a feature back. Um, That's a bit much. I mean, it's a lot, but think about the running situation we have now. We don't have a great situation. you got Buddy Howell, who Jonah knows pretty well. You've got Mm -hmm. Karan Higdon and Crockett, which – I thought Higdon was going to be the rookie to shine, but actually it's Crockett that's come out. And Wait, really, really is good. Is this Demaria Crockett? I think so. I believe so. Oh, he's, he's a rookie. so good at Missouri, and I hated facing him. <laughs> okay, so um, both of those guys are rookies. Crockett might end up getting the starting job, believe it or not, because Duke Johnson will not get the starting job. He's not a feature back. Um, mm-hmm. And they're going to try to store Ferran Higdon off on the practice squad. That won't happen. Someone will pick him up. Um, but I mean, tight end, I can't argue, don't have anything. Kali Waring's out with another, with a concussion until week three. I, I can't say anything there. We got a really good young quarterback and I don't even, that defense is just awesome. Um, yeah. So I, I got us, our ceiling being 13 and three. Don't know where the wins or the losses are going to come from, but they will come. Um, we'll probably d- drop one divisional game. Don't know who that'll be too, but we'll have to wait. And Jaguars. Games. It might be Jaguars. It's more than likely going to be the Jaguars, but so I'm going to move on to the Jaguars now. Actually, I have the floor for the Jaguars being six and ten. Blasphemy. Okay. <laughs> Think about this. Their best receiver is Didi Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Not good. Their tight end, we talked about this last episode, is non-existent. They don't have it. Oh, it's uh, James O'Shaughnessy, I figured out. <laughs> yeah, O'Shaughnessy. It's nobody. Leonard Fournette is really good. I'll give them that. Leonard Fournette is phenomenal when healthy, but he hasn't yeah. been healthy. Nick Foles is not a regular season quarterback. We know this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Their offensive line, it's not great. No. Not much there. Their defense is the only thing that gives us problems. But let's think about this. They stole A.J. Boye from us. I don't know if Jalen Ramsey is going to play. He still wants a new contract. They lost Gibson to us. Gibson is now our starting safety, so they don't have him. I think Barry Church wound up starting for them instead of him. Um, Telvin Smith is not there this year, and he was their best linebacker. You've got Mac. You've got the new kid. What's his name now? Josh Allen. You got Calais Campbell. I just yeah. don't see them doing. I think the ceiling or the floor for them is six and ten. I think that it's a fair rating. I think that they're going to be mediocre. So now for my floor or my ceiling for them. I'm, that was my floor. Now this is my ceiling. I got them going ten and six for okay. their ceiling. Yeah, okay. that's fair. It's, that, it's, that's it's fair. fair. It's fair. Um, this ro- the roster put together is not as good as the Texans or the Colts, even without Andrew Luck. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, I, I just I, I mean ten and six. I think is fair. Nick Foles isn't going to produce in the regular season. If they can get to the playoffs, he'll do great. They got to get to the playoffs. I don't think they can get there with it. With Nick Foles, you're setting him up for failure with those receivers and that offensive line. Yeah, he just doesn't have anything to throw to. So I have them going ten and six. So now I'll go on to the unfortunate Indianapolis Colts. Everything changed. I had to go back and change my records and everything after last night. But it doesn't change that much. Their floor is still the same for me. I have the floor exactly the same as the Texans at eight and eight. I think wow. that either with Jacoby Brissett, they can win eight games. This team is good. 
You've got Paris Campbell. You've got T.Y. Hilton. You've got Devin Funches. You've got Eric Ebron. You've got Marlon Mack. You've got Deontay Foreman. Now, don't know if he'll be healthy. Don't sleep, don't sleep on Jack Doyle. Jack Doyle is good, too. So, and that offensive line is nothing but first-round draft picks. They built that offensive line. Yeah, they're all yeah. first-round draft picks. So good. That's so good. It's really, really good. So, and Jacoby Brissett was not terrible in 2017. He wasn't a bad quarterback. He didn't play like Andrew Luck, but he wasn't bad. He's um, all right. The defense is shaky. The defense, was it Pierre Desir and Malik Hooker? And I think that's Quincy it. Quincy Wilson. I mean, <laughs> Quincy Wilson. And then, obviously, the monster, Darius Leonard. Um hate him so much <laughs> not because he's a person just because he's a second Shere. round pick and he's yeah and just Darius Leonard know. from the Houston he's old I don't count yeah him. yeah um <laughs> Darius Leonard's from the Houston area was supposed to be a Texan went in the second round it's okay um but I mean this Colts team I think their floor should be eight and eight because I think they're still really good their ceiling is gonna shock y'all I think their ceiling is 11 and five I mean, I think with Jacoby Brissett, they can still make the playoffs. This is not a disaster for them. Jacoby Brissett with that offensive line could be like Dak Prescott for the Cowboys. That's true. It would still work. It could still work. All he has to do, he'll have all the time in the world. All he has to do is throw the ball. And he's got probably the best slot receiver in the NFL on TY. So it might happen. Personally, I don't see it happen. I think they're going to be probably around 8-8. Eight and eight. They'll be average. Yeah. But, I mean – Eleven. I think this team can go eleven and five, even with Jacoby Brissett starting. Yeah. So now I'll go on to the Titans. I have the Titans' floor being five and eleven. Okay. What is okay? What is good about this team? I, I'm just defense. I'm just curious. What besides? Okay, the defense I've seen personally. Yes, you've got a really really good secondary. You got Byard. You got Adoree Jackson, Logan Ryan, and you've got um, Malcolm Butler. Malcolm Butler did not play well last year. So no, glad we didn't not spend that money on him. He's not that good. He was a Patriots no, guy. Terrible. Just like Josh Norman. Just like Josh Norman was. Um, mm. Got a massive contract and won't play it. The defensive yeah. line is bad aside from Jarrell Casey. There's not much there. The linebackers, you don't have much. And the offense is just a joke. Hey, You've got Jeffrey Simmons. Oh, yeah, he's not playing this year, right? Not, I don't think he's playing this yeah, year. Yeah, so forget um, that. Okay. <laughs> okay, Marcus Mariota is going to be the starting quarterback. If Tannehill was starting, it could be a little bit better. But yeah. with Mariota starting, it's just not good. Uh, you got Derrick Henry, Deion Lewis, no receivers whatsoever, aside from AJ Brown and Delaney Walker, who is at the end of his career, and Jonu Smith, who we've talked about before. Jonu Smith uh, is nothing there. So I think that the floor for the Titans will be five and eleven. I think the ceiling will be nine and seven. Okay. I mean, maybe squeak by as a wild card, but it's just not going to happen. Um, we're going to beat them both times. I'm fairly confident in that. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty obvious. They're not a good team defense or offensively, and that defense is just going to wreak havoc on them. So I have their ceiling being nine and seven. I don't think they're going nine to seven though. They'll probably be somewhere around five. They nine, but... they are definitely going to lose to the Jaguars twice too. They cannot handle that. Defense. Yes, they can. They it's a nightmare for them. Yeah. Um. So moving on to the AFC West, which is uh, I have the honor of doing. Um, we got <laughs> we got some interesting ones here. Um, we're gonna start with the uh, Oakland Raiders. Uh, I have their floor their floor being four and twelve. Um. 
Okay. The Raiders. I mean, Antonio Brown is just mm-hmm. – he's an idiot, man. <laughs> this dude is an idiot. What is he doing? Did you guys see the recent post on Instagram he had? Wearing the, like, 1950s helmet. And he said, don't tell me what I can't do. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Try wearing that. And then all the players are commenting, like, oh, yeah, boy. It's just like, like I'm, I'm done with Antonio Brown. Derek Carr is not good. Hunter, I know you've heard me talk about him forever. Yeah. Since episode one. Uh, but, I mean, onto their ceiling, which is a shock. I have their ceiling being 10 and 6. Because okay. I think that they are so hot wow. and cold, they could be either so good or so bad. Um, it just depends on how Derek Carr and Antonio Brown can can work it out uh, and how good Josh Jacobs is. Uh, yeah. I think they're really hot and cold. We'll have to see. And they cut Doug Martin today. Yeah, they, they did. Just oh, Doug yeah. Martin Doug Martin today. was only good in Tampa. He's terrible now. Uh, mm-hmm. He wasn't going to be anything. It's going to be Josh Jacobs and Jalen Richard. Uh, because Crowell's out for the year. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on to the Chargers, uh, I have their floor at eight and eight, uh, which is a kind of a shock, honestly. Uh, I I kind of had to think about this one a little bit. At first, I had their floor at ten and six, actually. Yeah. Uh, but now I have it at eight and eight. I just their running game is going to be weird. Yeah, it is. Because Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler's pretty good. Austin He's Eckler's not a runner, good. though. Yeah, it's Austin mm-hmm. Eckler and Justin Jackson. Justin uh, Jackson hasn't looked too good in preseason. Yeah, it's it's really weird. But I have their ceiling at 13-3. and three, uh, okay. Because Phillip Rivers, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Hunter Henry's back. I mean, that <laughs> they have the best secondary in the NFL. There's no question. They do. They do. They do. I mean, I Desmond mean, King played like the best corner in the league last year. Derwin James is incredible. Uh, Casey. Hayward. He's not. He's missing the entire year, though. Remember yeah. that. Casey Hayward is Casey Hayward, um, and then Trevor Williams is a good uh, slot guy. And then they have Nasir mm-hmm. Adderley at free safety, who I think could be really good. I mean, it's yeah. It's, Remember, losing Derwin James is a monster hit for them. Yeah, yeah. He it won't is. play the entire year. Melvin he's Gordon is the now. entire year. It's four months. Oh wow! So that okay, be... yeah, that's basically yeah, yeah, yeah. He's missing the bulk of the season. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, I don't really know with them. Uh, moving on to the Chiefs, I have their floor at nine and seven. Uh, okay, really only because of their defense. <clears throat> yeah, their defense is not good. Uh-uh. Their defense really isn't good. Um, but I have their ceiling at fifteen and one. That's fair. That's actually I actually realistic. think it's fair because Patrick Mahomes is Pat unstoppable. <laughs> uh, it doesn't matter who he has on the field. Now he has Miko Hardman, who, like you said, Hunter, is basically Tyreek Hill Jr. A mm-hmm. bigger version of Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Like, I just – I don't know. That could – that is realistic. I think they could go 15-1. and one. Uh, Moving on to the garbage can, a.k.a. the Denver Broncos. Um, <laughs> I, have their, I have their floor at 1-15. Wow. <laughs> this team is terrible. Like, it, okay, Joe Flacco is going to start at quarterback. He's not good at all. Um, Philip Lindsay, he played one year. We have to see a little bit. Uh, and his offensive line is trash, so I don't really know. Uh, they have Noah Fant at tight end, but I don't know if he's going to be the number one guy uh, right away. Uh, it could be the man, Jake Butt. Uh, <laughs> but 
Then you have Emmanuel Sanders, who is, I don't know, at this point. Uh, Cortland Sutton and Deshaun Hamilton. Like, okay. Like, come on. That's not really going to do you anything. Uh, their defense is good, but still, it's not that good. Uh, Bradley Chubb and uh, Von Miller is it. They don't have yeah. anything else. Chris Harris, Chris Chris Harris, Harris is Harris. not the same. Chris Harris is he's not, not going to be the same good anymore. Yeah, he's getting older. Yeah, Justin Simmons is good, but uh, Chris Harris is not very good. Their linebackers are like, okay, I count Bradley Chubb as a defensive end. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do too. Yeah, some people say he's a linebacker. No, he's not. Um, no. It's like calling Clowney a linebacker. Yeah, and it, he's not. And it's like yeah. he can't cover. It's Rashawn Gary all over. I hate it when people say Rashawn Gary's a linebacker. Shut mm-hmm. your mouth. He's a defensive tackle. Yeah. Like, that's that's how the Packers are going to get the best production out of him. But anyway, um, outside of Von Miller, their linebackers are terrible. Um, their starting middle linebacker is Josie Jewell. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, I mean, okay. Uh, and Shane Ray is not there anymore. I actually just thought about that. Um, but I can't even think of who their other guy is, actually. But n- not good. It's not good. Not good. Something not good. So, uh, yeah, the Broncos are um, trash. Uh, that's all I can say. I think they're definitely uh, one of the worst teams in the league, if not the worst. Uh, but – I don't know. I know they're not the worst. I think, uh, you know, the Dolphins could be there. Uh, oh, oh, no, not the Dolphins. I'm, I'm playing. I'm playing. It's not the Dolphins. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe we talk about this next episode. We'll see. Uh, yeah. But uh, moving on to NSC tight ends, which is the final topic of the episode. Um, mm-hmm. I have the North. Hunter has the West and South, and Jonah has the East. You know what? I'm just I'm gonna start this one. Actually, I'm just gonna. Okay. I'm gonna get. Sure. I'm gonna get this done. The NFC actually has NFC North actually has pretty good tight ends. Um, the Packers, I'm going to give them a B minus. Um, okay. They have Mercedes Lewis and Jimmy Graham, who are both really old, but they're not terrible, mm. uh, especially with Aaron Rodgers. Um, mm. I, I mean, I think it's it's serviceable. Uh, there's not really much else to be said. Um, On to the Lions, I'm going to give them a B plus. Uh, I like Hawkinson so much, and they have Jesse James behind him. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I think that is actually really good for Matthew Stafford because he had Eric Ebron, and he was really good with Eric Ebron. Eric Ebron just wasn't very good with him. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Matthew Stafford made Eric Ebron look good, and then Eric Ebron went to Indianapolis and was lights out with the Colts, so I don't know. But Hawkinson is really good. Um We'll have to see. Um, but on to the Vikings. This is kind of anticlimactic because I just talked trash about them. But I'm going <laughs> to give them an A. Wow. Because Kyle Rudolph and Irv Smith Jr. is actually pretty good. Irv Smith Jr. is really talented. He could be the starter, uh, you know, if they caught Rudolph. But, I mean, Kyle Rudolph isn't as good as he used to be, but he's serviceable. Like, I don't think he's terrible. I just don't think he's as good as he used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but – I think that's pretty solid. Uh, it's definitely a good thing for Kirk Cousins. Uh, he is not good. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, and moving on to the Chicago Bears, I'm going to give them a B-. minus. Wow. Uh, Trey Burton is actually okay. Uh, Philly special. Best known for the Philly special. Uh, he played quarterback a little bit in college, so 
Uh, yeah. And then Dre Burton uh, is okay. Uh, he went to Florida, right? Yep. Yeah, I know Jonah. Jonah loves him some Trey Burton. Uh, <laughs> and then behind him, you got Adam Shaheen, uh, who is eh, I just he he's not bad. He's not good. Like he's actually uh-huh. not good. Like he, there's nothing really that great about him, but he's not terrible. So, uh, yeah, I just kind of did that a little quickly, but there you go. Yeah. Uh, let's hear, All right. let's hear it from Hunter. Okay, so I'll try to make this quick like you. So I'll start with the South, actually, even though my first one was the West. So for the South, I'll start with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm giving them an A. O.J. Howard is good when he's on the field. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's not – he's basically their best receiver aside from Mike Evans, obviously. He's a little bit better than Chris Godwin, I think, as far as in the open field. Um, When he's on the field, he's just really good. So that's – I'll leave it at that. So now <clears throat> we'll move on to the New Orleans Saints. I'm giving them a B plus. They have Jared Cook. Jared Cook was really, really good for the um, Raiders last year. Yeah. Was their best receiver. And he had Derek Carr. If, and mm-hmm. he had Derek Carr throwing him the ball. If Drew Brees is throwing him the ball and that connection works, that's really, really, really good, I think. So, I mean, I'm giving it a B-plus because Jared Cook is a really, really good receiver for the tight end position. So, I'll leave it at a B-plus. So, now we'll move on to the Carolina Panthers. It's a C-plus. Greg Olson is never on the field. And when he's on the field, he's either hurt or he's just old. Mm -hmm. They don't have anyone backing him up that's notable. Ian Thomas. It's a C-plus. Ian Thomas. Yeah. Don't even know who that is. (laughs) So, it's just, it's not good. So, C-plus for the Panthers, even though Cam Newton is good, they're just not good without Greg Olson being himself. Yeah. So now, oh gosh, um, <clears throat> split my mind. Who's the last team I didn't Falcons. Cover? Falcons. Falcons. There we go. Thank you. Um, underrated. Austin Hooper, underrated team. I'm giving them a B-minus. Austin Hooper is pretty underrated in my opinion. He's pretty good. Um not a top-tier tight end, but he's also not a bottom-tier tight end. Mm-hmm. He's a good receiving threat at tight end with Matt Ryan, but there's so many weapons on the offense, he kind of just gets swept under the rug. Um, that He will be better this year, um, I think, having another year. So we'll have to see, but I'm giving him a B-. Uh, so the worst team I have being the Panthers and the best being the Buccaneers because O.J. Howard, I think, is the best tight end in that division. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so now I'll go on to the West. I'll start with the San Francisco 49ers. George Kittle gets an A-plus in my book. Yes. Unbelievable mm-hmm. season on my fantasy team, so I'm hoping he repeats that. He was <laughs> arguably the best tight end in football. You can argue between him, Ertz, and Kelsey. You can make an argument for all of them. Really, really good in the open field, and he had Nick Mullins throwing him the football. <laughs> he didn't really have even – he didn't have a starting quarterback. When he has a starting quarterback, I think he'll be even better um, – it's not really, I mean, aside from Dante Pettis and uh, Marquise Goodwin, there's not really a big receiver that can catch the ball. Neither of those guys really can jump up and get the ball. Yeah. George Kittle can. George Kittle is a big receiver. Um, that plays tight end, and he's pretty fast, too. You've seen him in the open field. He's really fast. So I'm giving them, it's an A-plus for me for George Kittle. There's not really a whole lot to say. Yeah. So the Seattle Seahawks, it's a D. I didn't even know who to put here starting. There's no one. <laughs> Russell Wilson has never had a tight end. Um, he had Zach Miller one year, and he had Luke Wilson another year. 
and he still puts up good numbers. It's just not his thing to have a good tight end, so it's a D. I mean, the, the Seahawks just have trash. Yeah, it's Nick always. Vanette and Will Disley. Nick Vanette. It will uh, Disley, I mean, yeah. What, what are you going to do with that? You're not going to do anything with that. Yeah. So now I'll go on to the Arizona Cardinals. I'm giving the Arizona Cardinals another D. There's nothing here. I mean, who is their starting tight Jermaine end? Gresham. Nobody. Jermaine Gresham. Amazing guy off the field, done a lot of really neat things in the community, but he's not really good on the football field since he left uh, Cincinnati. Is Ricky Seals-Jones still on that team? Yeah, Ricky Seals-Jones isn't horrible. Okay. He's not horrible, but remember, he's kind of a receiver. They played him at receiver a little bit. Yes, he's a tight end, but um, I actually watched him a little bit. I was growing up. He was a quarterback in Sealy. And then they obviously went to A&M as a receiver, and then the Cardinals made him a tight end. I like Ricky Seals-Jones, but it's still a D for me because he didn't do much this past year. He's a good receiver, but, I mean, I still am giving him a D. So now I'm going to finish up with the Rams. The Rams get a B plus in my book. That's kind of high, but my favorite tight end out of this group is Gerald Everett. Yeah. He's really underrated. I like him a lot. He's got good speed. He made a couple of big plays against the Chiefs this past year. I he probably is the best tight end on that team. I mean, it's a competition. They kind of do tight end by committee over there, but I'm giving them a B plus because their tight ends are not terrible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, so I have the NFC East and the, I think the best tight end core in the league, the Eagles. Okay. Um, yeah, that's easy. Sure. Yeah. Zach Ertz is consensus top three tight end in the league right now. Him, Kelsey and Kittle are up there. Um, mm-hmm. he's a great receiver and great blocker too. Uh, he has 2000 yards combined last two seasons. He's putting up numbers. He's looked good. He's Carson Wentz's favorite favorite uh weapon it was nick Foles' favorite weapon too um and then to back him up they got dallas goddard who was highly drafted uh last year he had a he had a solid rookie year it's kind of hard for him to do anything playing behind zach Ertz, but he made he he did all right with it so i think this mm-hmm. is in the future the gonna be the best tight end duo for many years if goddard or Ertz doesn't leave um mm-hmm. Next, I have the Giants with an A minus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Evan Ingram. Ingram is really good. Yeah, he's only played two years, and he had injuries last year. But when he's played, he's looked good. He's not the greatest blocker, but his receiving he's ability. He's unstoppable in Madden. <laughs> Re- really? I yeah, he's 91 feet. 91 feet wow. at that end. Unbelievable. Yeah, he's a crazy good receiver. He has to work on his blocking a little bit. Um but he's still 24 years old, which is crazy. Like, that That's such good to have on their team. That's one of their bright spots, him, Danny Jones. Those, but Those poor New York Giants. <laughs> Not looking Not so poor in preseason. Guys. Yeah, I know. Danny <laughs> Jones. Amazing. Um, and their backup is Henry Ellinson, who's – I only know him <laughs> from the Vikings, and he wasn't good at all. Oh, wait. Wait, is it Rhett Ellison? Oh, is it Ray Ellison? Henry Ellison is in the NBA, I think. Oh, okay, that's how I. I yeah, you're right. You're right. I I, I know Henry Ellison somehow from the NBA. Yeah. <laughs> okay, neither Ellison are any good at what they do. <laughs> um, for the Redskins, I have a B. Uh, okay. It would be higher if Jordan Reed can stay healthy, 
but every single year he's gotten hurt. That is not an exaggeration. He hasn't played a whole mm-hmm. season since he's been in the league. Um, we back up Vernon Davis, one of the greatest tight ends in recent history, but he's thirty uh, something years old. He's very old. He's not Pretty doing sure much. He's thirty-five. Yeah, I think he's thirty-five or something. He's. They better watch out for him not to retire at halftime. They better <laughs> like every game this season keep it on standby that he doesn't retire. Oh yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Retired at halftime. <laughs> yep, his brother is Vontae Davis. Yeah, I wouldn't be so surprised, especially with that Redskins team. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I gave them a B, and for the Cowboys, I gave them a D plus. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Jason Witten came back surprisingly. He's not going to be good. He's 37 years old. He's a coach. He's a coach. <laughs> he's a commentator. Man, he's going to catch the ball and then just go down. No, yeah, he's not going to run after the he's catch He's a at terrible all. commentator, Yeah, he's too. a terrible commentator. He's going to be so bad this no, year. It, it's crazy. Like, okay, a play is happening. He goes, huh, did you see what happened there? <laughs> and then the play is over. Yeah, he's so bad. It's really not fair because he came in the same year Tony Romo did. Yeah, I mean, Tony Romo Tony completely Romo's outshined him. Unbelievable. Yeah, like you put him behind, you put him in a booth, you give him a play, he just says, "Oh, d- mm, the play is over." Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just it's it's ridiculous. But um, yeah, so the Cowboys have a pretty bad tight end core. Uh, they have Blake Blake Jar Blake. Oh, I forgot his name. Backing Blake him up, Blake Jarwin, yeah. Jeff Swaim. Yeah, there. It's not good. Oh man, but uh, all right. I think that's gonna conclude it for this episode. Oh wait, I want to interrupt one thing. Some breaking, somewhat breaking news happened during the recording. Uh, okay. Dolphins cut T.J. McDonald, which was very Ooh, surprising. Wow, he was gonna be wow. a starting safety for us probably. He might have actually been a starting linebacker too. We were trying him out there, and we cut him, which is kind of surprising for me. That's that's wow. and I think that means Rashad Jones is staying for sure. That is def- a definite Rashad Jones is staying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that's actually interesting. Um, but yeah, guys, I think that's gonna do it for this episode. Um, hold on, I got another breaking news. Got another <laughs> breaking news, guys. Antonio Brown says he will not play the year unless he gets his juice box and crackers at once. <laughs> 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 Bruh, when did you when did you come up with that? <laughs> I've been saving that for three weeks. That was Bruh, so that good. Is, that is that is wow. That is, that is tough. <laughs> when you said Antonio Brown, I was expecting him like yeah, something crazy. Said, Antonio Brown will not play. I was like, wait, hold on, what? <laughs> I thought it was gonna be like crackers, real. I was like, nah, bro, I'm good. <laughs> wow, I was such a troll. Yeah, man, you really got us uh, on our on our heels, uh, but. Uh, that's going to do it for this episode, unless there's more surprising breaking news about a juice box. Uh, I'm good. uh, Let us know if you want to be a guest. We are still accepting a guest. Uh, We can only accept one, though, because I just learned that I can only record with four people. Uh, But um, that is going to do it, and we will see you guys next episode. All right, peace. All right, see you.